Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Alibaba is a wonderful company, but the one downside and the continued thing that continues to bring it down is that it is a Chinese company. Now, it doesn't, they're not unique in that sense. Obviously, there's more than one Chinese company. They all have the same downside risk as as each other in the sense that they have control and they have the rain someone else has control of the reins besides of the leadership of the company the shareholder returns are not only for the shareholders they're for also the ccp so those two things are very impactful for alibaba shareholders located out the outside of the u.s and if and there's always the argument is if they were a U.S. company they'd have a higher um, trading value and that is probably true. This is probably a very valid thing. But here's the reality: they're not. They're not a U.S. company. They're not a European company. They're just not. And so you got to stop treating it like it is. So let's talk about some of the risk unique to it being a Chinese company and why that's important as an investor if you're outside of China, why you need to know that and why it's important moving forward. Now the first thing I'll start off is not even a risk with Alibaba, but more so it starts with you. It starts off with what can you sustain, what can you tolerate as an investor? Can you mentally tolerate the ups and downs? Can you mentally tolerate some of the risks that we'll talk about later on? Also, the second thing is, can your portfolio sustain downsides in Alibaba or potential zeros upside in Alibaba, basically on 0% or 100% downside? And yes, there is that risk. So let me go to the biggest risk for Alibaba, and it is a delisting risk. Now, delisting is definitely possible. Now, folks like to kind of say, um, you know, kind of push it off to the side. It's definitely something that is still on the table. The SEC came out and put out rules for how um, disclosures need to work for non-US companies, and that happened two or three years ago. At this point, Alibaba knows, the CCP knows, and they've, they've gone out and they've both said things um, on both sides, positive, and then they go negative, and back, the last thing has been positive. But all this to be said is there has been no, virtually no foreseeable, prog no seeable progress that is actually substantial in nature that would allude to a deal is out there. Now, I am positive, I still remain positive that the deal will be reached and a delisting will be avoided in the next year or two, but that is something that you do need to take, take advantage of. Now, 100% downside, I said that earlier, is not really likely. Um, you know, these shares will be delisted, they'll go OTC, and that's what will happen. Now, they, they'll lose liquidity and they definitely will go down in value, but zero is unlikely at that point. They may lose substantially, but they wouldn't go down to zero more than likely. And, and even if you had a liquidity event where folks were trying to get rid of it, you'd see a dump and a little bit of a rise, but you could retain at least a percentage of your, your investment. Now, this is where a highly risky investment such as that is not right for all investors. And that's the thing that people need to actually, you know, at least need to take into account. You need to be um, have enough fortitude, have enough uh, endurance in your your portfolio to know, or even be invested in Alibaba, right? You can't. This cannot be a hundred percent. It can't be fifty percent of your portfolio, unless you have substantial cash outside of it, or your or whatever your whatever your personal situation is. It's it's not. It is a very risky asset in the sense that it does have a significant risk of downside in the event the delisting does happen.
The second risk here is variable interest entities. Now the VIE structure is definitely something that was created in order to skirt Chinese law. It basically prohibited outside, you know, basically folks outside of China to invest in Chinese companies. Now the VIG structure for a long time has been debated whether it's legal or illegal. Basically it's skirting Chinese law that basically makes it illegal for US investors to invest in China but effectively that's what you're doing when you're buying it on the New York Stock Exchange. Now the important difference in actual investing here is that you are buying a shell company with those VIE shares. You're not actually buying, or ADR, you're not actually buying shares of Alibaba, right? Those are listed in Hong Kong. Now you can buy the Hong Kong shares directly, but you can't buy it with like a US um, based firm like a Charles Schwab, for example. So those are some things you need to think about. The VIE structure has been debated for a long time, whether it's actually legal or illegal. I'm sitting on the camp as the Chinese government has let these things ride for many, many years now. And at this point, I don't think they would just basically go out there and say, you know what? everything goes to zero those are basically useless shares now in that case your investment would go down to basic effectively zero because there's no value in those shares because they're not they're not legal in the first place so that is where again you have significant significant downside risk almost 100 you know basically 100 percent in that case right so those are two big risks with alibaba two big things that folks need to know for alibaba now at lastly, Alibaba is going to be have a lot of uh, drama with it. We've seen over the last two years, any little thing that happens to Alibaba, it'll take a nosedive or a good thing, it'll go up. Now, that's not what happens with normal stocks. This is something that's definitely highly traded, highly speculized on, and it's just something you have to have a little bit of a gut for in order to stomach it. So if you can't stomach it, I wouldn't recommend Alibaba. So I don't want to be a negative Nancy. I've talked about a lot of bad things for Alibaba, but I do believe that there is good upside for Alibaba. Currently trading around $100 a share. And look to the upside, just if you go on, on a very modest DCF model, you can at least see $150 a share. If you start to look a lot higher, see higher returns, the cash flow returns back to where it was before, you can see Alibaba all the way up into 200, mid 200s, right? So there is significant upside from where they're trading right now. You just have to be able to know as an investor that there are risks. You have to be able to know that if those things did play out, you do have significant losses you could face. And again, all that comes down to is math and know if it's right for you as an investor. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. Also like that video. Thank you so much. My name is Frank, Frank Finance.